Fuck it. Anyway, so should we do the warning now? Huh? Yeah, we should do that warning thing now. Oreo. Warning, Oreo. <laughs> Hold on. Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, fanboy rants, zombies, ninjas, guns, soldiers, downloads, and the evil eye of Microsoft! Xbox on. everyone, it's Ray's here, along with me are... Lethal. And Zan. We're here for another game review, more specifically console review, on the Xbox One. PS4 fans, you'll get yours eventually. When we have enough money. Anywhoozle, uh, let's start off by saying it's a great console, great product, great device. Um, we just jumped right into it, and I haven't <laughs> talked about where we're from. Oh, <laughs> right. You have to excuse me, I'm a little sick right now, so I'm kind of... Scattered range, but Tom, you were saying? You can check out any of our early episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us at... Ray's at Sparkin.com. Lethal at Sparkin.com. Zan at We're on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace. We're on Xbox Live. <laughs> Xbox Live. Xbox One Live. Aha. Okay, no, just, you know. Yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> we got the Xbox. It's It's a pretty solid console. It's creepy. It's looking at me. It's a technological innovation that will undoubtedly be abused by government agencies in the near future, if not already. Uh, anywho, uh, let's just jump into it by... I said that, didn't I? Yeah. Let's just re-jump into it. <laughs> nope. By saying that, uh, first, it plays used games. It has a game DVR. Uh, you can turn off the Kinect. You can. So you can even unplug it. Uh... Your account transfers from the 360 over to Xbox One. And then back along and with forth. Windows 8 and your Windows mobile phone if you have one. And all in all, uh, my experience with it has been pretty positive. 
There are a few hiccups here and there. Uh, the operating system could use a little tweaks, a few tweaks, excuse me. Uh, the multitasking feature is actually really, really cool. The only problem I see with it is that if you have to change a disk or something, it kind of stops it. So you, you're better off playing downloadable games or apps and so on. Uh, oh, now we see why they were going with the digital download games at first. Hey, whatever. They made their ideas and they kind of put it in. That's that's one thing Microsoft's going to push a lot more during this console generation is the uh, the use of digital downloads versus retail uh, games. The only thing I have to say about my console was since I got it a little late, I was a little too excited, and the very first thing I did was try and call Rays on Skype. Unfortunately, my Xbox kind of crashed like a computer, yes, but that was like the smallest thing ever. It fixed itself almost automatically, don't ask me how. Did the BSD because... show up? No, we were lucky. But yeah. Yeah. The, no. we had a few hiccups during the launch. Not us personally, but in general. Mm -hmm. uh, a minority of players, consumers, people, whatever you want to label them as, experienced uh, broken disk drives, and they're getting free games via digital download while their consoles are going to be fixed. One thing I thought was very interesting about the Xbox One that they released is, okay, you're all set. Check out the power specs. A lot of power is being drawn by the Kinect, which you said you can disconnect. Mm -hmm. But here's the big thing. Why in God's name did they keep the fucking power brick? <laughs> Why? PS4 doesn't have the power brick. Uh, actually, I can answer that question Microsoft for you right now. Um, no, the, uh, the specs within it is because the fans that are in that, that makes our consoles... So nice and cold. Uh, that needs a lot of power to it. So, uh, yeah, the power brick is there so that all the energy being siphoned through can be kind of transferred all the way through the Xbox. It's not like the operating system gets it and then, you know, a little tidbit of energy once in a while your fans come on. No, everything's running at the same time. Literally everything. So that's why there's a big old power brick, just because it consumes more energy, it stores more energy, and, and all in all, it is pretty useful. Speaking of the operating system, uh, something we've both experienced is that every now and then you'll have a game or app crash. And what it does is... <laughs> no, it no, 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 you, not me. Okay. Aside from but you. what it does is there's no there's no home screen. Well, there's a home screen. There's no guide. There's no, guide. There's no real, real... How would you describe it? No real console menu. Uh, you have a home screen where if you just press the Xbox button, it goes straight back to that instead of the original guide. Where you just... You can go anything. You can launch another app. You can go play music, whatever. So, technically... But, from the 360 to the Xbox One, if you're playing a 360 game, I don't know, let's say campaign, multiplayer, whatever, well, multiplayer doesn't really matter, or campaign, if you press the big Xbox button, the guide button, I'm sorry, the guide button, it's called the Xbox button on the one now, um, the guide button on the 360, it pauses it completely. It actually stops your game, made whatever you were doing, and you can go do something else, you can go watch a movie. You can actually do both at the same time with the multitasking feature. Actually, I was going to say before you um, said that, that right. if you press the home button, you can actually watch your game still being, like, it's still on, technically. It just, like, zooms out a bit. To the home, you can still hear it going, so, you know, it has to pause, and you can go back and forth real quick to the store and to your pins without it really stopping. Like, I, I paused Assassin's Creed 4. I went to the, uh, the Xbox Music Store. I checked out what they had. I checked out other apps. I spoke to her on Skype, and then 10, 20 minutes later, I just picked up my uh, my game right back where I left off, like that. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said earlier, if you take out your disc, it's going to stop that resume feature, but like, let's say if you download a game, then you'll be perfectly fine. We'll come back to it. Um, as I said earlier, uh, they're pushing downloadable titles more and more, which I'm not against. I'm okay with downloadable titles, assuming they're cheaper than 
for retail titles, which is not, and I've heard complaints over that. Well, yeah, of course, because, I mean, uh, originally the games for downloadable, for downloadable versus disc were supposed to be like $30 less, because you're not paying for the disc, to the actual disc being made, you're not paying for any of the materials, you're just paying for the content, that's all you're doing. If you're still paying the same amount of money for a digital download, I still feel like that's not really fair to us, because it's a piece of digital information. It, it's data. You're paying for data. And we can have philosophical debates on that until the cows come home. Unfortunately, it's they're following Nintendo's route, the Japanese route of if it's good, the fans will buy it no matter what, and this isn't yeah. a major... Like, even if it were, say, 10 or $20 cheaper, I'd be okay with that. Because the reason I buy physical games. discs is so I can trade them back in later and get a little more coin towards another game. Just because I'm poor, it's a bad economy. You know the drill. I'm sure many of you do. But, like, let's say if I... Let's say the game was $10 cheaper, $15 cheaper for a download. Then I could just cut out the middleman, save my money ahead of time, and hey, I have the game forever. Great. Now, if they had Steam sales, the equivalent of Steam sales, it would make it a lot better, where you spend so five better. bucks to get seven games. Yeah, yeah. But I still find that very funny. Like, there are some posts on Steam where the guy's just like, oh, hey, look, a uh, sale on Steam, let's get this. Oh, hey, look, there's an example with, um, let's just say this game, we're going to call this game X. And it's like $5 for this game. But then you have the Game of the Year edition that comes with DLC, the um, extra, like, clothing, all kind of stuff for the same game. Only $2, though. I find that very funny. Ooh. And that, that actually was a legitimate game that I had seen on Steam for sale just like that. Regular game, 5 bucks. Uh, game of the Year edition with everything is like 2 or $3. I was like, what? So, yeah, I know it's exactly what you're talking about, but that's also because most people are dumb. They don't see Game of the Year edition. They see, who can't get it? Yeah, I mean, but that was a good game, though. We might actually be seeing like Steam-style sales in the future for the Microsoft Store. Eventually, hopefully. hopefully. But uh, now, What would happen if Steam bought out Xbox? Yeah. Oh, God. We... we there would be no Xbox. We're exactly. moving over to Linux and the, the Steam box. Yep. But, yeah. Hey, I like my big pants very much. I still I would, be, I would be against it. Just incorporate what we've earned through gamers for gamers that whatever over to whatever Steam's doing over there. I wouldn't like computers not good enough right now. Yeah, no, because you know, in reality, the reason why some of those gamers are there is not because oh hey we're gonna finish this game because we love this game. I mean, of course we're gonna say that to some games, but sometimes there's that game where we beat it and we're like. And it doesn't have a really good replay value, but I'm missing like 800 achievement score for this. So I think I'm going to play it again. That's it. it. That's another debate we need to have in the future. The, uh, the pros and cons of achievements, but not today. No, that's for a definitely a big thing, especially in what our favorite achievements are. Like, remember when it used to be, you beat this level, yeah, you get an achievement. Yeah. Or, you jumped up 256 times, yeah. you get an achievement. Or, my favorite from Portal 1, you fell six miles in a portal. <laughs> And, th and that sucked because the system kept turning off. <laughs> you had to keep moving it over an inch. Yeah, yeah. And it was, was it three hours? Yeah, about three hours. It sucked. But, um, I've only played a little bit of one demo, and, you know, I'm definitely happy with it. But, um, so how are the, the actual launch titles? The launch titles? Alright, let's, let's, we'll just cover the three we have right now. Because the, the launch titles range from terrible quality to amazing right now. Mm -hmm. And they're releasing a few more games strictly in, like, we have Peggle 2 uh, in a few weeks. We have Halo Spartan Assault in, at least by Christmas. So they're coming. And a shift Microsoft has made is that there's no more arcade titles or indie titles where 
or retail titles. It's all they're all games. They're all just games. So you have the same well, uh, you have the same gamer score. You have the same marketing as a AAA game as you would an indie game now. It technically, it is an arcade or an indie game. It's just they need to have a thousand score. <coughs> no, it's it's it is, but you're not making that distinction between the two. Because I know last generation, I, why would I buy a fifteen dollar arcade game when I can just buy an older fifteen dollar retail title and get more from it? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But, uh, Lethal, you, you played Dead Rising 3. How about you? Oh my god, that was great. I love, like, first off, I want to talk about the uh, game game just real quick, like two seconds. It's a holographic, and it says, Welcome to you after party on the back. I thought that was a really nice touch. That kind of made me feel like, hey, I'm actually with this kind of stuff. Because, yes, I got the day one edition, and it actually says day one on the on the box, so I'm not just, you know, sitting there with a special little remote. I've got it on the box, too. So, um, anyway, as you, as everyone would expect from a Dead Rising uh, game, you've got tons of zombies, tons of weapons, tons of vehicles, and tons of things to do. But, you have a choice and you have a time limit in this game. And I'm not really familiar with the other Dead Rising games, but, I mean... That's, yeah, you have a time limit. You have, did they fix the font at least this time? Yes, they did fix the font. I tried playing Dead Rising 2, and what turned me off was the save system. Where you, it's it's saving what was it like different sections and you have the time limit and yeah but that was always the case with that stupid time limit and then if you miss the missions you have to in order to get the perks well you have to do it exactly like yeah, there was there X, was y, so much about Dead Rising two and I guess case zero that turned me off when I got them for free would be the uh, the game for gold deal but I I can't see myself actually I just had more fun just running around grabbing shit and killing <laughs> zombies now how lethal how's that changed with Dead Rising Three is it about the um, same better or worse it's it's not really it's the same but it's like kind of upgraded a bit because you do have other side missions but you can choose not to do them or not you're not injured if you don't do them um but you get perks if you do them you level up if you do them which is also pretty good and sometimes you just run into them and you're like hey let's just do this real quick it'll only take me like five minutes. You're good. I just earned like 10,000 XP. It's awesome. I just leveled up. Cool. Um, some of them you have to actually go out of your way to actually go to. Like, I remember I had to go against this Japanese dude who's murdering people, and that took me a while. Oh my god. But uh, when I paused the game a couple times because either my cat came in the room and decided to annoy the shit out of me, or I had to go downstairs and, you know, how parents are, where they call you and they don't say anything after you say what. Anyway. What I thought was really cool is if the Kinect is actually connected to the Xbox, you can say, resume, pause, go to multiplayer, go to this, go to that. And it's really cool because I haven't seen that with any other games. But obviously, I don't want to open my Assassin's Creed game just yet because of the Dead Rising 3 game. Dead Rising 3 is very, you know, it's what you expect out of a Dead Rising game, but a lot better because the character you have is really interesting. I've already gotten past that really interesting part where you'd expect from a survivor of a zombie apocalypse and all kind of stuff. But it's still really interesting to see how everything unfolds. And it's really fun to see all the different characters just come out because it's, it's literally, each zombie has its own, like, different aspect. Like, some of them, there's cops, cop zombies that shoot guns. There's football player zombies that tackle you to the ground. And when I say tackle, I mean, Jesus Christ, I was running for the door and he got you mean, me. You mean Plants vs. Zombie style, where they just... <laughs> no, like, I'm talking, like, screaming at you, running, jumping, big butt type stuff. I'm sorry, but it, it, it's my personal philosophy that zombies shouldn't be intelligent. But that should be. You surely have one intelligent zombie. Yeah. Who sent you eloquent letters saying, please requisition your brain. Post haste. Yeah, that, I can't. I, I, want the, I want that game on a different console, aside from iOS. No, no, I have a question for you. Um, in Dead Rising 2, 
the little that I played from it and that I saw from it was that you were always indoors and the environments were either from me ranging from medium to kind of small. Has that changed at all? It's Have things gotten bigger and brighter and better, or is it pretty much just more more of what you expect? It's an open world. Oh. You can go outside, you can go inside, you can go back to places, you can go uh, different places you shouldn't be just yet, you can go anywhere. Now, what about loading screens? How, how bad is that? Uh, loading screen takes maybe a minute and a half max. And it's also playing a song to it, so you're not really bored, kind of like with the Bioshock games. Okay. Um, also, the loading screens, like some of the loading screens is literally just like a quick movie film um, for about what's happened, like a little clip in the game just to see, show you what's happened, like maybe a boss fight or anything or an explanation of what's going to happen. And some of the load, like when you beat a chapter, it shows you your progression, how much time you've left, where you are in the game, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, and then it, you go on to the next level, that's it. It doesn't take too long to really load. Now here's a question. In the first and second game, there was always a problem with it as the more zombies on the screen appeared, the slower the game got. Nope. 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 Oh my god. Have you had a whole you've had a full um, horde? I have already killed ten thousand eight hundred and ninety seven zombies? Somewhere around there. And let me tell you something. When I first oh like what played this game, I'm like, oh that's a lot of zombies. Oh my god. The plane part, where at the very beginning of the game... Spoilers. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. There's a certain part of the game where you're just running through, and it's just literally looking to a sea of zombies. Wait, 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 wait. There's zombies in this game? Spoilers! There's just a sea of zombies that you see just... just They're standing there, and as soon as you start... Zombies have legs? What more will you spoil for me? I'm gonna slap you, Riz. Okay. <laughs> But this, like, it's not just there in some mega parts of the game. They're everywhere. Like, I was, I built this one vehicle and I was just driving through, just in the zombies, because killing them is really fun too. Like, that's so discriminatory against the undead. You are a heartless fiend. I am a heartless fiend. Thank you very much. It's better for plants to kill them. <laughs> but now here's the thing: Are they more intimidating than T-virus zombies? Yes. Really? Yes. Because some of them don't die. Like. I, the firemen zombies, I don't even want to talk about them, because I'm just sitting there for like 20 minutes with a gun, just no, dire. No, die. are they, this is going to be a stupid question, but it's an obvious one that needs to be asked. Are the firemen zombies, or fire people zombies, more, less receptive to fire than, say, normal zombies, or are they about the same? Um, I actually haven't tried anything with fire yet, just because everything that I've gotten for fire is more of like a throwing weapon. Okay. Otherwise, no, no, no what about the, uh, the swap zombies? Versus guns. Uh, better armor, or did it go down about the same? Better armor. Definitely. Okay. So we have more specialized zombies than we and, had in the past. That's good. Like, you know, though you get some XP for killing the regular zombies, but if you have, like, a special zombie, like the cop zombie, the fireman zombie, the uh, SWAT zombie, the uh, football player zombie, um, you know, just different, all these different, you get a lot of XP for killing them. Like, a lot of XP. So. Plus, the saving mechanism, um, you get to save at porta potties now. That is kind of porta potty. You just click it. That's, and save. that's actually very nice. I, I, that's an excellent choice. Like, that's I'm better like, than hey, that's a little. Yeah, potty? Yeah. Cool. And then I clicked it, and it's like saving. I'm like, what are you awesome. Lethal, you're writing up the game. Yeah. Anywho, it's uh, the rating that I would give for Dead Rising Three is um, the only downside to the game is that it ends really. So. Right. Moving on. Now, but, now, Dead Rising is one of the major launch titles that the three, or, excuse me, the Xbox One had. Uh, a few others were Battlefield 4, Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield, yeah, both 4, excuse me. 
I had Assassin's Creed 4, and for those of you familiar with Assassin's Creed, you're you're probably going to love it. While playing this game, uh, it reminded me a lot of Ezio, but kind of the flip point, the flip side of the coin. Uh, it's not your traditional, hey, this guy's related to assassins, he's going to become an assassin. I heard this guy's a horrible human being. <laughs> he's he's not a horrible human being, but he's pretty bad. Uh, he He's a pirate. There's no other way to put it. He is a pirate down to every last definition of the word. He is completely about his own gains, his own goals, and be damned if you stand in his way. Uh, one thing I noticed very quickly is that he's a very, very brutal fighter, as opposed to the more fluid Ezio and Altair, and even more brutal than Connor, which I'm okay with. Uh, for those of you who are familiar, familiar with Assassin's Creed 3 and the naval combat with that, it's back. It's 100% better. Uh, they got rid of the things we didn't like, the embellished on the things that we did. The scene's beautiful, the graphics are beautiful. Uh, the story is phenomenal. But I'm about two hours out, and how lethal, how many hours have we put into the game already? 18 or so? Yeah. Like, I looked at the specs real quick, because you could do that on Xbox, um, verse, friends versus whatever, and you've already put like 18 hours in Battlefield, and like 18 to 19 hours, maybe even 20 hours in Assassin's Creed. I'm, I'm trying to juggle the story with the side missions, just, just so I can prolong a little bit more. But... Honestly, it's. I've heard people say it's the best Assassin's Creed so far, and I'd be hard pressed to disagree with them. It's, Anything returning from the old games? Any old weapons or favorites um, or mentions, or is it all new, inventive? You weapons? have a pirate's cutlass. You have a. You have the blow darts. You have the flintlock pistols. You have. Unfortunately, one thing I hated from Assassin's Creed Three were the uh, the rope darts, and those make a return fairly late in the game. I don't use them. They can go to hell. You mean four? Four. No, three. Three? Okay. Yeah, the work parts? Yeah, the camera. Right. Um, <laughs> and, of course, you have the hidden blades, which you can't fight with. Um, as with the other Assassin's Creed, you have kind of a dual narrative where it's the person outside the Animus and the person inside the Animus. And you kind of have to fight with yourself on which one you like more. Uh, without going into too much detail, the person who's reliving the memories isn't Desmond. And we're just going to leave it at that. Simply because, A, I haven't finished the game myself, so I can't really tell you. And B, I don't want to give 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 that away, what I do know. Well, you kind of <coughs> sort of did. <laughs> I, for those of you who three, three, and you finish it, you have a fairly good idea of what's happening. Uh, you have that ongoing storyline of, you know, the... But now, is it better than... You wanted to make it a cutscene. Just I want to skip this part because he's just walking, following someone, talking. Is no, it a little you better. Gotta, you still have to do those those kind of I don't want to say meaningless, but those, they, they those are. tedious tasks where you're following or listening or eavesdropping. But they're they're a lot better than they were. They're a lot. It, it's a little more clear on how on the ways you can accomplish the mission, as opposed to like say Assassin's Creed Two or Revelations and whatnot. Two was a little annoying with that. It got yeah. better once you were able to use the. The thing with Assassin's Creed is that with the features they add and take out, they the ones they keep progressively get better and better and better. Um, there's really nothing I'm really disappointed with. It, it has a great narrative, both in and out of the Animus. Uh, the controls are beautiful. There's there's only the only issue I had with controls was every now and then uh, it's a little hard to assassinate someone, but that just be that. Might just be me jumping the gun, you know. I might just be. So it's it's same thing as it used to be timing, and it has to be the pose. No, it's it's not really timing. It's just ap after maybe three hours ago after a cutscene, I found it a little harder than it was. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's a game. I don't know. But it's all in all, it's 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 
What can I say about it? It's really, really, really fucking better than sex and mugging a hooker while drinking hot coffee. That's a good rating for it. I, I definitely want to play it once I get my Xbox. When, once you get one. caught up. Once you get caught up. Uh, you need to get caught up, my friend. That's someone hard. spoiled the whole thing for me. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I think you should play it just in case. But still, nothing beats two with the greatest side character ever. <laughs> with the best intro ever. It's a me! My! <laughs> oh, God. That, that almost made me turn off the game. I was laughing for that, a half hour oh with that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But so now, so what about that. the... Other game, because that I've heard a lot of good things for, and a lot of people have been hating upon that. Alright, um, let me give you a brief history of my history with Battlefield. I played Modern Combat 2 for the 360. I thought that was a wonderful game. Uh, beautiful kind of open world shooter. I played Bat Company 2 online. That to me was the best Battlefield. Uh, I played Battlefield 3. I was horribly, horribly disappointed. Before and after the major patch. And here we are with Battlefield 4. And I gotta say, this is the happiest I've been since probably Modern Combat 2 way back in 2006, 7, whatever. Uh, controls are good, traffic's are good, gameplay's good. It's, it makes up for everything that they've done wrong with Battlefield 3. Uh, the campaign is probably the most beautiful I've, I've seen from the Battlefield series. Have uh, you finished it yet? No. See, that, that's something I wanted to touch on later, but since we're here, uh, there's a horrible, horrible save link, save game glitch where it just deletes your progress in the campaign. And that's not universal to, say, 360 or PS3 or whatever. It's it's across the board. This game is having problems from every platform possible, from PC to PS4 to... Mm. Today, actually, DICE just uh, DICE and EA announced that they weren't going to work on DLC, but rather fixing the game in general. It's it's a stable game. It's a playable game. But we're, we're seeing problems with the servers and save game issues, so... Didn't you, weren't you kind of like booted out of your own multiplayer games a couple times though? Yeah, that's, that's one of the server problems we've been having, is that people can't join matches, or they can't download the DLC, or the DLC servers aren't working, so on and so forth. That, and uh, weren't you even like, when you wanted to, I don't know, play one of your, um, yeah, I was, multiplayer games and you just went into Deathmatch? Yeah, if, if you, if you play Battlefield, you know that every now and then, if the servers are acting up, like, let's say you pick Conquest, it'll put you in Team Deathmatch, just because fuck you. And that, that's happened to me a little too often. So how is the, um, is it the same, similar multiplayer system where it's ranking? You have to unlock weaponry? Or yeah, they... it's it's the exact same. Um, you're, you all start off on a more even footing than you have in the past. I can't really say there's been any times where, uh, where a higher level player has really just outclassed me in that sense. Um, the only time it became evident to me was when I was flying a jet and he had heat seekers and I didn't, and it was kind of one-sided, to say the least. And that was a problem we had in Battlefield 3, which they tried fixing, but it was a But, all in all, it's, it's a stable game, to put it at the very least, but once they fix everything, I think it's gonna be a great game. Because it really is, it's beautiful. When it works, it works, but when it doesn't, it just really fucking doesn't. So it's kind of, uh, hit, hit or miss? Buyer beware, let's put it that way. Uh, I'd say give it give it a month, give it three, pick it up when you can. But it's it's a solid game. I I enjoy it when it works. So right now, what would you give it out of our out of our ratings? Right now, I'd say neither horde nor alliance. Just you know, meh. But once they fix it up a bit, once we see the DLC come out, I I'd, I'd probably change it to really really fucking great. Well, we could probably do a well, we'll probably probably revisit it, right? No, guaranteed, guaranteed. Uh, so <laughs> what about any of the um the demos? The dem- See, that's, that's actually one of the criticisms Xbox One's been getting lately. Because we don't have demos right up front like we used to. Like, uh, the game's marketplace. 
what you actually have to do, and I found this through another article, was that you actually have to use the uh, the Bing search function and search demos, which is horribly confusing. It's it's unnecessarily hard. It takes away from the game experience, but it is what it is. Um, I haven't actually tried any demos because, like I said, I didn't know they existed. Uh, other than that, it's a fairly solid console. We have the free-to-play Killer Instinct game, which I've heard mixed things about. That's the new one, or is that the the reskin of the original game? It's it's a new game. Uh, if you buy the super deluxe edition, you get the original game and the uh, and the remake or the reboot, I should say. But it's it's a little different because it's a free to play game. But you only get one character unless you buy the entire roster of characters. Now you can buy them each for like five bucks each, or you can buy all of them for twenty bucks, which isn't a bad isn't a bad deal. But at the same time, who wants to spend twenty bucks on a game you're not too sure about? Crazy people who bought. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 before the <laughs> ultimate came yeah. out. No, but I, I have, I have friends in the fighting game community who said it's the perfect mix between casual and competitive in fighting games. You know? So just like the original game was. It's, it's easily accessible to everyone. It's just, you only get one character to play with. Who is it? It's, uh, Jago. Okay, that's not bad. If it was Saber Wolf, I'd be more happy and more wanted. Saber Wolf's usually who I end up fighting, so I don't know. Saber Wolf is Saber Wolf. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know, I think it's more like Street Fighter than a game say Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's, uh, and control wise and, and, I don't know, just general attitude. But it's, I can't really give it a rating. I can't, just because I, it's, okay. you can't explore it yet. So overall, what would you guys uh, uh, give the pros and cons of the system? Uh, pros, it's a beautiful system. Connect functions amazingly, which I think we'll touch upon later. Uh, it's, it's stable. It has a ways to go. Like, everyone who talks to me and asks me about it says, how is it? And I say, just wait a year and it'll be a lot better. Because we're still we're still in that, that phase where we're getting feedback from other people and feedback from Microsoft saying what's going to change, what's not. And we'll see for the future. You know, it's, it's not bad. It's not great. It's good. But then again, it took Microsoft six years to make 360 great, so we'll see. I mean, for the Xbox One, the experience for me was a lot more surprising than I thought it was. Because, you know, from all the negative aspects that I was hearing from everybody, and I still kind of am, like, I heard somebody said that the, some of the Xbox were being recalled, which is, I find a little, just a little bit... I've heard nothing on Bullshit, that. yeah, no. I definitely heard something about PlayStation, though. Some of the consoles were getting recalled, but not yeah, for Xbox. PlayStation had, like, a, a small issue where uh, either users would do something wrong where it wasn't specifically stated not to do that, or they hook it up wrong, and you get, what is it called, a blue light of death or something? Yeah. And it, it's in, like, the 0.04% of how many consoles they launch. It's not a huge problem. It's an issue for those who it's affected, but it's, it's not a huge blemish like the red ring of death. Yeah. Yeah. Also that other thing with that one PS4 guy who got it a while early and released yeah. the videos on. You, remember, you heard about that, yeah, right? Yeah, that's fine. But, um, the Xbox One is, you know, it's, it's a good console. I mean, if you're a fan of the 360, um, you're probably going to enjoy this. If you're a fan of the original Xbox, eh, you probably enjoy this. Uh, but like I said, wait a year, wait maybe two years, because it's a good product, but it's it's going to be great in the future. Really that, will. and if you also like the white, the lighter Xboxes, they're coming out with a white Xbox one. If you didn't know. I don't care, as long as it works. Yeah, no. It, it does look a little bit different, because you can't really see the Xbox. How big is it? It's compared it's, to the original. It's bigger. It's bigger. It's pretty big. So bigger than the original Xbox? No, I'd say about yeah, maybe no, a little bigger a little than the original. Bigger. Yeah, a little bit bigger. But the thing is, though, because literally half of it is fans. 
half of it is just like, the Xbox run yeah, to to run the multitasking feature. It's running three operating systems at the same time. So that thing's gonna get hot. Yeah, of course you need a lot of fans. But it's it's quiet as hell. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything from it. Even in standby mode. Oh, that's a feature. Uh, you can turn your Xbox into standby mode, where you just say Xbox off, and you can say Xbox on, and it comes back in 13, 15 seconds, something like that. Okay. And you don't have to wait for the Xbox loading screen. If you do, if you have to turn off the Xbox, or you know, if somebody actually steps on the um, power circuit. <laughs> but hey, I mean, it is a cool feature because I mean, you know. Well, let's. I, I think we should actually cut this review short, and then oh, do well, a review on the features later on. Yeah. One last question. Um, have you guys played with the reason why it's called the Xbox One yet? The Netflix and yeah, yeah. Um. And the cable supposedly can get okay. Cable into that's it. that's actually a misconception which I blame Microsoft for. They have a TV function which doesn't really work as a TV. Uh, what it is is they have an HDMI in port. So if you have a cable box right next to it or in the room, you connect it into that and you can watch TV while playing the game. There's no there's no way to play games and watch TV at the same time unless you have your cable box already hooked up. But we we do have free apps like uh, FX Now and Fox Now and Crackle for for. The more show and movie oriented side of things. You have uh, Xbox Music right now. You have Netflix. But you could connect your 360 to the HDMI yeah, in and play yeah. your 360 through the TV. So instead of having to jump up your TV with a bunch of HDMI cords, you could just do one HDMI cord in for the TV so you have enough spots for everything else. And inevitably say, Xbox, go to TV, and boom, there's your 360 right there. And if you know, if you want to go back to the Xbox One, just Xbox One. It's a little complicated though. It's. It really isn't though. You know, I have to turn on my Xbox One to play my 360. That's complicated. Is it like? Now I'm curious if it's like Siri, where you could say certain things and it'll give you a response. No, it, does, it doesn't talk yeah. back to you. If it talks back to you, you have a problem. Yeah. At that point, it's Skydex. <laughs> no, but no, it's 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 a great console. It's, it's. I understand what Microsoft's trying to do with it and why they call it the Xbox One, but right now. It's not the Xbox. One. It's not the Xbox One. It's the Xbox 360.5. So that's it for now. Uh, I'm Raze. And I'm Lethal. I'm Zen. And we will see you when we see you. In a month, folks. That air I had, I spent it in good company. And all the harm that e'er I've done Alas, it was to none but me And all I've done for want of wit To memory now I can't So fell to me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. Oh, all the comrades that e'er I had. They're sorry for my going away And all the sweethearts that e'er I've loved They'd wished me one 
more day to stay. But since it falls unto my lot that I should rise and you I'll gently rise and softly call Good night and joy be with you all Good night and joy be with you You want a good a good adventure final in the fantasy realm. You know you have to play? Zelda. No. Zelda. I love that fantasy. Don't say Final Fantasy. I'll find you. Zelda. Dead Souls. <laughs> that was five bucks the next Xbox Live. I just bought it. I saw. Or Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Such a beautiful and terrible game. <laughs> I was looking at like guides and reviews on it and said this is going to take you 80 to 100 hours and you're going to die a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and you have to remember to find your body. If you don't, you I, I heard. I heard. I'm like, well, this is gonna suck for me. All right, actually, uh, there's a way you can do it where you could actually not fight the first boss. You run right past him and get a super weapon, and then by the time you go back to him, you one shot kill him. There's a way to do it. It sucks, but it... oh my god, Mike, you're so bad. I have to play the first time I played it. I died fifteen times before the first, before the second <laughs> enemy. Before the second enemy. See, it sucks because they're having a lot of sales on three sixty games now that it's it's not the lead. I know. Right. I'm running out of hard drive space and time. I don't have hard drive space. Right. How much do you have on there? Six. A format of USB and second enemy. I did. Oh, what about? It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs>